young America, we need to talk. You may think this is uncool. You may even think it is bogus. But I want to tell you about something that has everyone buzzing. Something that concerns mature boys and girls just like you. Something called grassroots. Hey everyone, uh, Grassroots Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe, hit the notification noti button to be notified for the latest to the greatest episodes, as well as make sure that. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> you are off your game today, sir. Yeah, we gotta just we gotta leave this all in. It's just- <laughs> I am. All right. Yo, could you just subscribe? I'm tired of shit. I'm tired of lies. I'm tired of Zoom. I'm like, I'm just tired. Like, I'm just tired. I'm just subscribe. I'm Brandon Kobe, y'all. I'm done. I'm Aaron Ashley. Simon. I'm regular Nas. What's going on? I'm in the house today. Yeah. Also, it's important. So you guys can see Chris. And it's important. uh, Someone asked where Wilson is. He's handling some personal stuff right now, but he will be back. He's not gone forever. Just want to let you guys know. Yeah. You guys know how he likes to take his break, so he'll be back. How are you guys? Chilling, man. I'm in the house today. I'm excited. Listen, leveling Yo, up. Leveling not, up. <laughs> listen, not, Nas has been on Twitter, on Instagram, on uh, wherever else. I don't know what else naughty sites that you... He ain't on TikTok you know, yet. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> at all. He gonna hey, be on TikTok. Yeah, you only cast want me to do all that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Um, where do you guys want to start? Um, well, no, no, no. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Um, we do have to, uh, first start with, um, respect to, um, Fred the Godson's family, um, from, from his passing for, for those that don't know, again, uh, Fred the Godson was one of the people early on that came out and, and, uh, was, was hit pretty hard from the coronavirus and, uh, has since passed away from the, uh, coronavirus COVID. So, just want to say uh, prayers, love, and respect to his friends, his family. Um, I think I'm, I, I, I've never seen it like this. Like, you know what I mean? I just feel like it, every day there's just that one shock where it's just like, damn, something new happened. So um, love and respect to his family. And then also um, Scarface also just came out and, and is recovering from uh, COVID and is currently on dialysis. Um, so we want to send love prayers to, to him um, on a more serious note. Definitely shout out to them. Um, keep them in your prayers as well as anyone else, you know, impacted. So. Yeah. Big yeah. 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 Cool. It's, there's a lot going on and from COVID to people's mental health and just all this stuff. And then now we have this Russell Simmons sexual abuse doc that is coming yeah. out as well. Yeah. Yeah. Unreal. Uh, Unreal. What do you guys think? I mean, I honestly kind of forgot about it until this came out. I was like, you know what I mean? Because no one talked about it. Um, no one's really gone into the, the who, what's, when's, and why's, I think. Um, so because of that, everyone's just been kind of hushing. So now I'm honestly nervous to, to, to see what's in the doc. <laughs> um, 
But then I also take it with a grain of salt because we know how like certain docs are, like even with the Michael Jackson doc, a lot of stuff came back debunked and, and, you know, it was clearly counterfeit information. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, let's start off with some of the basic facts and information around it for those who just aren't really aware. Cause if, I mean, if we just came across it, there's some people that might not even know that this is coming out. So it's all uh, on the record comes from filmmakers Kirby Dick and uh, Amy Zyring, I think her name is, the Oscar nominated team behind 2015's The Hunting Ground. And along with Drew, uh, there, you'll also hear stories from other women who allege that Simmons sexually assaulted them, including hip hop artist Sherry Hines and writer activist Silay uh, Abrams. And they're teaming behind to basically tell just the journey of, of the story of, of just the sexual assaults and just the, 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 I guess the overall climate of hip hop back then as well. And on top of that, it was hard for the project to get acquired by HBO Max back in January. And Oprah, remember that's when everyone was going off on Oprah Winfrey? And uh, she then announced, because she was a part of it, they went off on her. And then she announced that she was stepping away from the documentary due to inconsistencies. And she said it was hard because she knew that Russell Simmons had started publicly pressuring. Wait, it was it was a hard decision because I, she said that she knew that Russell Simmons had started publicly pressuring her on social media and that pulling out of the documentary was going to look like she was being pressured. I mean, it yeah, it <laughs> does, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't know why. That was just a weird statement she like had. Yeah, but it premieres May 27th on HBO Max. Um, yeah, I don't... Listen, man, I'm kind of indifferent and, I, you know, we should see what the what the victims have to say. Like, I don't want to discard what, what they're saying because whatever they went through is, is real for them. Yeah. But it doesn't look good for Russell Simmons when you move to Bali and refuse to come back. It just, it just yeah. looks like, it looks like you're guilty and you're trying to avoid uh, prosecution, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. It's a yeah. <laughs> I honestly don't know what to say just because it's like, you know... It's one of those times where um, you kind of look at a person and see all the good that he's done for the culture and all the things that he's done for, you know, for, for, for black people and, 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 and just people in general, right? And just in music. And then you hear these horror stories where, you know, all these, these, these stories just start to come out. And it's like, uh, you, got, you get put in this really, really bad place from like a, a fan perspective because now you have to look at them as like humans. You know what I'm saying? Like now... Yeah. We have to sit here and, and digest someone that we've, you know, grown up around or, 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 you know, observing, I guess. And it's one of those things where it's like, damn, like, how do, how do we get, how do we get here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. I don't know how to feel about it, especially because we haven't seen it yet. I'm just, I just want to see what it is and go from there. <laughs> I, yeah, I just want to wait and hear them out. I think for me, anytime there's any accusations of this nature, I always want to hear out the the person who is the victim. And I also want to hear mm-hmm. out the person uh, who they claim uh, sexually assaulted them. Because I think it's so important. I think especially when we're in it, it, it's, I, I'm the front person, I'm the person who like, I want to believe the facts, right? Because there's been situations where women accuse certain men and it wasn't true. And then there are mm-hmm. situations where women have uh, accused men and they actually did it. For me, I don't like to jump the gun. I just want to hear the stories and I just want to see if it'll go into an actual uh, legal proceeding uh, the same way that we saw with R. Kelly. And so for me, 
that's what I like to do. I don't, I don't like to, cause I, I, I hate it when people they'll, they'll instantly like blame someone and it's just like, wait, wait, let's yeah, get all the facts yeah, yeah. first and let's just see because yeah. it gets tricky. Um, but I, I, I think, you know, and, and this is coming from someone who has family members who were sexually assaulted mm-hmm. and, and, you know, even for them, they, of course, we want to pr- protect those individuals who are actually victims and hear them out because sometimes, and most often, their voices aren't heard. Uh, mm-hmm. But we also want to make sure that there aren't people who are just saying things just to say things for whatever their personal agenda is. And it's like that weird fine balance that we have to have. And that's why for me, I'm, I don't have any thoughts until I actually see. I'm not going to say that this was inconsistent or this was consistent. I'm not going to mm-hmm. say that because I got to see everything unfold in front of me before I even put my opinion forward. Um, but I also think it's such a weird time now to put the doc out, not because of the, the severity of it. I think it's important to, you know, whatever sexual assault cases are, are, are need to come to light. I think it's important to come to light. But my only concern is, is because it's co- like with co- everything that's going on with COVID-19, I don't know if it's going to get the attention that, it deserves if if all the facts are consistent because people are just so focused and their minds are everywhere else when it comes to COVID-19. And also some mm-hmm. people are just not in their right minds now because of the quarantine and everything like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I agree with you. Um, I think for me, it's just more so the shock that the doc is coming out. Like that's, I guess, was my biggest thing. Like this is like, even with people still not being in their right minds, I think that's what scares me, is that people are going to see whatever is in this doc, and whatever it is, you're now going to be held in in contempt for, you know, the court of public opinion. And and we don't... I wonder if we're going to get both sides, because I, I don't think we're going to hear his side. He, he's in Bali or wherever he is, right? So we're only going to get... You know what I mean? We're only going to get uh, one side of it. And even with the one side, I'm just kind of, uh, I guess, anxious to, to hear the the stories, I think. I think the stories are what will always kind of bother me. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Quite interesting thing is, is Oprah going to get flat? I'm sure he went after Michael Jackson. She goes after R. Kelly. And now she's in, in some shape, indirectly or directly uh, involved in this documentary with Russell mm-hmm. Simmons. You know, where... It's just one of those things. It doesn't look good for Oprah. You know, Oprah used to be A1 in the African-American community. Mm-hmm. And then these past several months, with her not doing anything for Harvey Weinstein and uh, what's, the, what's the other gentleman that uh, people were giving a flag for for not coming after? Um, uh, I mean, Harvey Weinstein was like the main one. The, the main one. The, yeah. other, the other thing was uh, the... Um, Saving Neverland documentary after show where she she had those those gentlemen on the victims that were in the documentary she had them on her show and um she got she caught flat for that because again if you remember uh God this is like 1994 whatever it was um where she did that special on Michael Jackson where she walked around the ranch and and you know they they were were friends um so of course it it then looks bad you then go and after his passing you have all these allegations come out and then you go do a piece of, of content you know, kind of defaming um, the person that you say is your friend. It just it just d- doesn't look good, optically speaking. But in, in the same token, it's like, okay, she's kind of has kind of has to do her her job. Like, I, I don't I don't I don't know. I think regardless of anything, Oprah will always catch flack. But because it's Oprah, I don't think she'll ever 
really get scathed like that. And I don't even know that she needs to get scathed because we don't know what, what she does behind the scenes. Let's say she's had a conversation with, with, with Harvey or whomever, right? And was like, listen, moving forward, me and you have no no more communication. Like, we, we don't know. You know what I'm saying? So that's the other piece. Do you also think that maybe some some of the, the things, the decisions she makes too is because she knows so much more about... Mm-hmm the the what the one percent can really do to people i feel yeah. like she knows some information that most most people in the black community don't mm-hmm. and yeah, so sometimes i'm like I, so, because sometimes like yeah there's sometimes I, I feel it's important that we have to check each other in the community i think it's important that we have to hold each other accountable in the community but then also sometimes i step back and think like you know Yes, there are some things that she needs to do better. Point blank and period. She needs to do better. Mm -hmm. But then I'm also like, you know what? She's in such a a top echelon and and such a high position that most Black people aren't and sadly will never be. And Mm -hmm. with that, I'm sure she knows some shit that most of us will never know. Like there's, mm-hmm. it's just as, as you, like, as we constantly see like these pedophile rings that are coming out with these top, top, top celebrities and 1% and then mm-hmm. all this information, it's a whole other world that we will never understand. And, and sometimes I have to think, I have to look at that because the same way that like, you know, Brandon, like you and I have worked in the music business. We, there, there are so many things about the music industry that we know that most fans and most people will never know. Because we were Andor would believe us. Yeah, or and, and sometimes people even even sometimes when we're talking about it on our podcast, they think that we're talking shit. And it's like, no, this is what actually happens. And that's yeah. the same thing. And sometimes I feel like, you know, when people are on that top echelon, it's like they they the things that we they they can't tell us certain things because they know what the repercussions can be. It's it's a tricky yeah. thing. I I wonder if it's like that for her. Maybe it's not, maybe it is, but I always try to think of all the possibilities. Hey. She knows. It's like that. Yeah, yeah. She does. Like she's been in the game well, since when? Since like late 80s? Late, late 80s? What she, was her, she was like 84? Or yeah. when did her first show come out? Do you, do you know how many of those special parties she's attended? Yeah. yeah. How many of those banquets? How many of those? And, 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 and my dinner? thing is, my thing is also as well, Nas, on, to your point, like she was in and or rubbing elbows with the likes of Trump the likes of Weinstein, the likes of Cosby, the likes of all these people, and not obviously clumping into that because that's extreme. But, I mean, it, it's public knowledge, right? Like, I'm sure that they've she's seen, observed, or or, or been privy to, and, and she just can't. You, you know, it's one of those things where, while she, I'm sure all this stuff is, is egregious, no one's saying that Oprah's a bad person, but I'm sure she's looking at it like, uh, I, I can't get into this. So I just wonder how long she'll be able to 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 avoid it because again you have four people that are known to be close with her not so much Cosby I don't believe but Weinstein and 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 uh, Michael Jackson and all these other people it just I don't know I don't know so. she was that she probably knew Cosby listen man yeah let's go let's take Mr Peabody in the way back machine right just to play off of what we're talking about with Oprah. If we all, if the class remembers, Cat Williams did a special uh, way back. And he, in his special, he says, he went to one of these Hollywood elite parties and he opens the door and he sees this thug rapper, a really famous rapper doing such and such with, with someone over here. Mm-hmm. And he says, you dog, you, you get down like that? And I'm not going to go with, he didn't, he didn't name names or anything like that. And his, his language is a little bit more vulgar than I'm using right now because it's Ramadan. But ever since he did that special, 
you saw Cat Williams got in a bunch of legal trouble. Yeah. So I'm, I'm saying all that to say, kind of give you context of what Oprah is probably dealing with on a grander scale, just to mm-hmm. continuously piggyback off of each other. She's been in those circles. She knows she's been around Cosby. She's been around Weinstein. She's been around presidents. She's been around mm-hmm. everybody. She's a, the first African-American female billionaire. Mm-hmm. Like you just don't get up there without crushing a couple of people to get to, to get where you got to go. Yeah, That's all I, have to he, about that. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just I just wonder how long you can do that. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> all of that is great. You can crush as many people as you want. How long can you do that until someone again? Because you're rubbing elbows, right? He just said that you're she you, she's rubbing elbows with with a lot of these people. I'm sure the same way that she knows stuff, they know stuff. So it's like, how long can you continuously do that until you know one of you start to just put each other in in a compromising situation? She can't. It's not. It's not going to make sense for her to say anything. It it just it it wouldn't at least for right now because again the focus is on COVID and no one is really really like paying attention to her as much as they they probably would had it not be something more pertinent. <laughs> yeah. Well, also it's been you know. It, Another thing is, like, she defended Gail King's questioning about Kobe when he passed. Mm, mm. Uh, but I think that, you know, that's another reason why people are upset with her. And, and, and I just, I don't know. I think it's just, it's so interesting because for as much that, if there's people that feel like Oprah didn't do that much in terms of helping the Black community, and then there's mm. some that feel like she did, and also, like for me personally, like I may not, I may not like all the things that she does. Like, mm-hmm. and and that goes back to the whole like you shouldn't idolize people. Like you shouldn't yeah. put celebs on a higher higher playing field because they themselves are just human, just like you and I. They make mistakes, they do stupid stuff all the time, and etc. But like even for me, like Oprah was someone who was one of the earliest black broadcasters that I looked at and was like, I want to do that. Like how she interviewed, like, I was like, I want to do that. And she inspired me to do what I'm doing. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's hard. It's, for, I feel like we, we, we have to correct celebrities and we have to correct them when we see things publicly. But I also understand there's so many things behind the scenes and there's just such a high level that we will never get to and we will never understand. And we will never understand why people do some of the things that they do. But mm-hmm. I will say though, that the Gail King questioning about Kobe, that was, that was foul. Like that, it was horrible. not, that was that not was the right time. That and for Oprah to defend Gail King, then she should have had that, or at least like, if she can't say anything, at least be like, listen, Gail King, that's my friend. You know, I had a private conversation with her yeah. explaining yeah. X, Y, and Z. Uh, but, you know, I think, you know, I- I've known her for such a long time and she was just trying to do her job. Right. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the case. And so I don't know. It's like, is, 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 are we losing Oprah? I don't know. It's such a weird, fascinating thing. I hate to say that. And I say fascinating just because I'm thinking from like a journalistic a, a, a perspective. Because yeah, yeah. I'm always interested in how like human behavior is, but I don't know. I just, I'm just a firm believer. Like we have to hold all the celebrities accountable. I don't care if you're black, you're white, you're Latin, you're Asian. I'm all, if you're doing some foul stuff or you say, you're doing something that we think is inappropriate, we got to hold them accountable no matter what. I agree. Yep. Um, that level even, is bigger than black and white. That's oh, the, yeah, that's it definitely is. Yeah. It definitely like, is. But 
Go, sorry. Oh, no, no, no. I was going to say, especially like all these people that just want to say the N-word these days, like. Yeah. That's that's a whole nother thing. I mean, there's time there's times though where I look at it from a situational perspective, right? Like there's certain people that like even I'll, I'll speak to and it's honestly either just a part of them from, from their upbringing or it's a part of their brand, right? Like there's certain people that, that will say it and just say it in a comedic fashion and it sounds funny, but I don't know. I guess as of late, it just hits a little different for me. At least. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out how I feel about it because me, I'm the same person. I, there's times I still say it sometimes. And it sounds like, yo, I got it. I'll check myself. And then there's times where I'm like, well, no, fuck it. I can say whatever I want. Like, I'm not, mm-hmm. that, you know what I mean? So I don't, I don't know. But then I, I look at like, like my little nephew, like he doesn't say it. So if he hears me saying it, what, what, what does that do for him? Like, how does he, you know what I mean? I, I, I just think about a bunch of stuff like that differently. Um, what are some things that you guys think like are like, I guess these social norms that we kind of just accept or take on the chin that we don't actually that we should really be addressing maybe social norm yeah so social so when I say social norm I mean like socially the n word is used in 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 uh, urban America let's say right in, in culture and gaming even everywhere what's something else that's used that really probably shouldn't be used but it's used well, to, to oh easy to steal from Louis C K uh, wife beater the tank yeah, top the tank top. <laughs> Like if you think about it, it's like yo, you you're calling a t-shirt a wife beater, like, yeah. you, and that comes from you know when people used to watch cops and the dudes in the south, uh, and that's a stereotype of, that shouldn't be associated with the south, but it is. They're always wearing the tank tops, and it's oh, I didn't mean to beat her, and then they, they start mm-hmm. doing stuff like that, and that that's a term we probably shouldn't use. <laughs> yeah, you know, because it kind of just okay's the violence against women. <laughs> I guess. I never looked at it like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm, no, no, no. I'm just trying to think of some some things. I think, like, I mean, one that was, I feel like this toned down a bit. I don't know how the, what the kids are saying or what term that they say, but, like, remember <laughs> back in the day? Remember back in the day, like, we used to be, like, or not we, but kids used to be, like, that's gay? Yeah. Like, they, I feel like kids may have like their own term for that right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, of course I use the F word, which is not okay. Yeah. Um, oh, we should stop calling people the P-U-S-S-Y word. That's gotta stop, I think, personally. <laughs> like, no, because, because it's, it's inferring that, <laughs> it's inferring that like, if you're calling someone that word, it's inferring that they're being weak, they're being bad, but that's a body part of a woman. To be a woman does not make you weak. I think that that's taken the wrong way. I, w- I want I want to try to explain it. I want to try to explain it. It's like because I wouldn't I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that it's calling. It's not saying you're weak, right? So okay, this is all right. I'm, I'm gonna try. But to, see, I'm, but see, but the, but this is the thing though. That's why there it has like there ha- it has to stop. Yeah, know, but then, but and, and, hold on, hold on, Brandon. Before you get yours off, pause. <laughs> like you had, that's like saying we got to stop calling people uh, a penile head, right? Because that means that automatically, as a dude, you're being bullish. You're being you're being hard to work with. You're being you know, 
then where, where, do, where do we stop with it? Where, when you open up Pandora's box, I understand what you're saying that, yeah, and women are not weak. I, I know many strong women. I'm going to do a podcast with one. I was raised mm-hmm. by one. I know many, many strong, educated women. But if you, if I stop saying that word, then we got to stop saying penile head, right? We got to stop. First of all, people. I don't even say that. So I've I don't never, know where yeah, you came. I, yeah, I've never yeah, heard anyone use that. No, you got friends who read from the it's, dictionary it's, all the time. What is your Ramadan. problem? <laughs> it's Ramadan. So I'm, I'm trying not to say the, the other word for rich. <laughs> Like, yo, we're losing this argument now. Like, I don't know what's happening. The other word for Richard, I'm trying, I'm really trying not to come. I, know, I, know, I, know, I, know, I, I get, I get what you're saying, but just one thing I've noticed is just any, any, is, and it may not just be, it, it may not be you guys, but I do hear other people that utilize that or stop being a, a B I T C H or uh, you're playing like a girl, like it's like. The, the, these there's certain terms that for some not maybe not for you guys but for some people it's referencing like oh you're being weak you're being ridiculous it, it takes this uh it takes like this connotation as if like it's uh, how do i explain it say the connotation that it's like oh these are qualities that women have that are, are beneath men like it's not the same way that it's like oh like they they'll tell they'll say like oh stop pmsing right it's just certain terms that all right, so this is what I want to say, because I get what you're saying. What is, the, what, how, if, if you could describe the P, what would you describe the P to be? Just, 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 just I'm going to try to walk you through. Because I get what you're saying. But literally, when guys say it to other guys in the game, it's really because the P is what? It's soft. It's pepper. Are we talking about pepper? <laughs> I don't, know. I don't know about all that. <laughs> Listen, if there's some pepper in Paprika? The <laughs> I don't know what keyword you speak back. of. You better go back to you better uh, go back to OPP. Let's call it Yeah, let's call it OPP when they talk about OPP. Um that's <laughs> that's what it is. It's saying Hey, you're soft, not hey, you are less than. That's not what it is. And same thing for bitch. Calling another guy a, a bitch is the most satisfying thing ever. It's the, I, I call I call every all of my friends bitches. I called uh, Jovis the other day. It's you it's like that for me, um, only just because I don't call women bitches though. That's the difference though. But like, that's I don't, but I don't, yeah, that's that's where it's a fine that's the thing. These some of these words are just very fine line. Because there's there are words that are utilized for women as well. I know, but that's the thing. Like I think about like Meg the Stallion. Like Meg the Stallion will be will be saying both. She'll call herself that and will will we'll say the N-word. And it's like, how do you how do you how do how do we play this? You know what I mean? I mean it's I for know. women too. I'm this I, I don't like to call you know, of course, you know, I'm not innocent. I've, I've definitely have called a, a, a woman that I did not like the B word at some point in my life. Everyone has. Uh, everyone has. Like but I also try to refrain from doing that because yeah. I feel like for me, that word is belittling. Um, there's certain words that I feel like are belittling and not just belittling for women, but even belittling for men. And, and I especially feel like for especially in the black community, um, 
I feel I, I just have a personal feeling where it's just like I I, I don't want to belittle another person who is black because we already are consistently belittled in our life just for mm-hmm. existing. Mm-hmm. And so for it to have these terms that we ourselves use, I try to minimize utilizing it because these are words that others outside of the other us within ourselves in the community, or even some other words that they utilize outside of the community that they utilize to belittle us. And even yeah. some of these terminologies stem <clears throat> from these archetypes that they created back in the day mm-hmm. um, that were, were, were these uh, stereotypes that, you know, slave masters and, and, and racist people developed. So that's why I'm like, it's such a fine line for some of these words and terminologies that we have, because you may, you guys may say, oh, the, the P-U-S-S-Y word is this representation, but it can have a whole other meaning and connotation for someone else. That's why it's like, we got to figure out a way to where it's like, drawing The only word... The only word I really refrain from saying colon women, and I don't think I've, I maybe did it once when I was in elementary. C word. word. Yeah, see you next Tuesday. That's the only word. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's the only word. Like, you 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 drop that word, you know she's fighting. She is fighting. Women women, women will call other women bitches quicker than they will use the C word. The C word takes the women to another level. Yeah, that's, yeah, like you have to, you gotta square up. Reducing her to that's all she is. That's yeah, all she is. Yeah. That's, that's it. just a filthy word, too, though. It just sounds yeah. filthy. No? See you next Tuesday. Yeah. Ooh, that's a that's a tough one, right? That's a tough, yeah, that's a tough yeah. one to come back from. Yo, I'm so slow. See you next Tuesday. Oh my god. You didn't realize <laughs> that? Oh my <laughs> gosh. I have to get out of the house. I have to get out of the house. I have to like <laughs> I have to. Oh my god. <laughs> Yo, you wilding over there. See, regular. Yeah, man. <laughs> Nas, I got that completely. Brandon, Brandon is still on the penile word before. He hasn't caught up to the see you next I Tuesday. I am. I am. I, I'm, I'm, you lost the argument as soon as you said penile. I, as soon as I as soon as you said it, I looked at Issa. She was like, because I'm looking, I'm sitting here looking at myself like, I don't know what that word means. <laughs> Don't know what he's talking about, but I'm rolling. So okay, and then thank uh, you. Oh, I appreciate it, man. Man, man we got to stick together. No, well, no, man. Well, well yeah, <laughs> because I stuck with you, we lost. So it's not. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> no, man, we didn't lose, man. They, they get what I'm saying. People get what I'm saying, man. They get what I'm saying. Man. I hear you. I hear you. How I you guys it. feel? How you guys I- feel about Kanye being a billionaire, though? <laughs> uh, no. Go ahead, E. Go ahead, because. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh, all right. Hey, listen, yeah, it's, yeah, it, it's dope, man. I think uh, it goes back to what Hove was saying. What's, what's, bet, what's better than one billionaire, too? Especially mm-hmm. when they from the same hue as you. Yeah, like, like that. That line means so much more to me now, and it, I think it's dope. I think Nike is kicking themselves in the butt mm-hmm. to see how much Yeezy, the Yeezy supply and the Yeezy brand has, has taken off, and they should have gave him the deal that that he wanted. I think that he did. Uh, I think he did justice, man. I think uh, Chris, uh, Chris Kardashian. I think she, her mom, her momager skills, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't want to downplay what he's doing as solo by himself because I don't want to associate his success with somebody that that's not African American and try to say, well, he needed mm-hmm. her. 
But I think she did help. I think that she's got. Of course, she did. That, that wouldn't be fair to. But you know, I'm just, I'm just saying because some people say like, "Oh, see, there he is." You, you know, uh, the white man's ice is colder. And it's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People start doing that stuff, and it is. I think she, she's a brilliant businesswoman, and I think. Can, yeah. can I ask you a question? Do you think that the Sunday services played a factor in him reaching this Billy? Yeah, for sure. Uh, for for sure, I, I think that his whole his whole strategy, wh- whoever helped him, whoever his team is, and I don't know if it's Chris, him and Kim sat down and they kind of came up with, oh, listen, this is the direction I would like to go, and here's a goal that's obtainable. I, I, I love it. I think mm-hmm. that I wish that when you and I were younger, that we had more faces that looked like ours that were billionaires, because the first yeah. black billionaire I remember was uh, Bob Johnson. From BET, mm-hmm. yeah. Then he sold it to Viacom, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I think, I think it's dope. Now we have Jay Z, uh, Beyonce, Kanye, Oprah, Bob Johnson still up there, mm-hmm. and and then the brothers and sisters in Africa. I think, I think that who, who do tech and oil. I think that's dope, man. I think that more black and brown people need to see faces that look like theirs and say, listen, man, this is obtainable. You don't have to be the Deion Sanders when you can be the, the Jerry Jones. Yeah, you can get to yeah. it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but I also think it's important to note that no one succeeds solely on their own. And it's always that, it's that fine line conversation. Cause even like, even you are saying like, you don't want to have it where it's like, oh, he's only a billionaire because of Chris, but mm-hmm. she did help. And he's had other people yeah. help him who were black as well. And I think that that's important to note because people will look at these individual successes and a lot of times, some of these people's uh, successes, they'll be like, oh, they did it on their own. They persevered. Yeah, individually, they did something. But what about the person that gave them opportunity? What about the mm-hmm. person who managed them? What about the yeah. person who gave them advice? Like, you don't succeed solely on your own. And if anyone thinks that they do, then they're out of their mind because that's just not how it happens. Like, look at, for example, Oprah. The, 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 uh, the first show she had... They didn't think that she could do it. And, and I forget the guy's name, but he was like, you know what? Let's just go do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, she, and she talked about that before. And then look, it ended up being the, one of the best programs in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And for her to have that show, it took an EP. It took a higher up to give the green light. Whether people want to admit it or not, it took someone else to be like, okay, we'll give her a shot. Because that's how business is. It's someone else who's making the decision for someone else. So... Yeah. You, you don't. You never are going to succeed solely on your own. There will be someone else who may give you an opportunity, assist you, or help you. So mm-hmm. Kai has gotten the right people to work with him, to help him, to guide him along the way to, to have, for him to get to that point. But obviously, it was his perseverance, it was his mindset that pushed him individually towards that point with the with the assistance of others. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that 110 percent. CC me on that. Retweet. <laughs> no, <laughs> Yeah. I saw I saw Hove give like uh, I want to say like a TED talk or he was uh, some speaking engagement, and somebody asked him like, "Yo, what what do you what would you tell somebody who's trying to succeed in, in business in any business?" And Hove said, "So it only takes one person to say yes. That's it. Mm-hmm. You can hear a, a note a thousand times. As long as you have conviction in what you're doing and you believe in what you're doing, it only takes one person to say yes." Now, I think yo. Let's Kanye is Kanye is dope, man. He's, he makes dope music. He has a dope fashion line that sometimes I don't get, but I'm not a fashionable guy. Yeah, I can't afford <laughs> it now at this point. 
Huh? I can't afford it. I said I can't afford it at this point. It's over. But that's like, dope that that we have an African American line that's a luxury line. Yeah. You can consider it a luxury line. Now, when you sport Yeezy, it's like sporting a Jordan. So yeah. people who are wearing Jordans now, who are 14, 15 years old, they have never seen Michael Jordan play basketball except for YouTube. But it's a it's a staple and it's a statement that hey, look, I can afford these these tennis shoes. I feel, I feel mad old saying tennis shoes. Yeah, I, was, I was about to say, hey, fam. <laughs> P, uh, <laughs> what did you say, P-Nuffle earlier? And now you're talking about tennis shoes? Like, hey, fam, you have to relax. I don't know Yo, what's happened over there. I, I, changed, come, I, come I, too. I changed the light. I changed the light on my cell phone. I made the letters a little bigger. I, I see what's <laughs> happening here. Can we can we, can we? we just talk about that for a second? Nas is engaged this entire episode. Like, number one, you said P-Nuffle. Now you're talking about... I said, uh, if, nah, in my story, Pinochle's funny. Um, and then, <laughs> and then now you're talking about, uh, what did you say? Like the, the tennis the, shoes? The tennis shoes. You called them tennis shoes. Yeah. Yo, you yo, are Brandon, old, how many times yo. did you hear that elementary school? <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, Jesus, what's happening here? <laughs> but yeah, like, like I was saying, that's dope that Kanye has, we have as a hip hop culture, as African-Americans, as entrepreneurs, as creators, entrepreneurs. we have a, a luxury line that's, oh yeah, okay, Versace's cool, Gucci's cool, but that Yeezy line sets the tone. Mm-hmm. That that sets the tone for hip hop. That That's dope. And I wish Kanye ain't nothing but success, man. I hope that his children can kind of push that, pu- keep pushing that. I hope that somebody else, it, it, comes up and, and, and is right behind him. Uh, just real quick before I go on a tangent, they asked this wrestler, Cody Rhodes, who, who helped start AEW, who are your four, like, who would you put on the Mount Rushmore of the greatest wrestlers, right? He names like Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, and, and someone else. And he said, but that last one, I want it to be a silhouette because wrestling needs new stars and needs new blood. And I think mm-hmm. that's what every business needs. It's like, okay, yeah, the Mount Rushmore is cool, cool but if it's, the four are always there, you're not leaving room for innovation and creativity and, and for the new people behind you, the next generation to kind of come up. And I hope that that's what Kanye did. I hope that, and that's what he's doing. I hope that there's somebody else that who knows, maybe it's side money. Who, mm. who knows that comes up behind them and, and goes like, this is what I can do. And you, we, everybody went this way. Cool. I want to go this way and mm-hmm. I'm going to make y'all love it. Uh, mm, that's but also, we need to note that that Kanye, when you, okay, so when you are, it kind of goes back to what we were discussing about with Oprah, like for you to get to that billionaire status, millionaire status, you're going to be doing things and probably have to make decisions that you usually would not want to, and you mm-hmm. have to, right? Uh, you know, I, I even though it's weird because Kanye throughout his career has had to make decisions and it's been interesting if you think about it it's been interesting he's been doing this he's been having to do things in his career where he either had to cater to the black community or cater to the white community and Mm -hmm. and and I don't know if he is purposely doing this or just unintentionally I don't I don't know the man but he's been doing that yeah I don't know him he ain't on my speed dial I see your face Brandon this is true no Um, I'm I'm rolling with you You, you, no I'm I'm rolling um, with you I'm just saying I'm rolling rolling. but yeah but uh, when people go to that level, right, they have to make these tough decisions. And 
if you notice, whether it's Jay-Z or even Beyonce or even Oprah or even uh, Kanye, there's definitely been points where we've all been, or when I say we, I say the, the black community have been upset because they themselves still had to find ways to cater to different demographics. Mm -hmm. uh, and I feel like the more successful you get, you have to make these tough decisions. And it goes back to what we're saying, like we don't understand, right? The one person though, which is really interesting, the one person who hasn't have hasn't had to shift in terms of the demographics she has to cater to is Rihanna. But but the question is though, is that preventing is that preventing her from getting to that billionaire status? She is a millionaire. I don't know if she did she have billionaire yet? She she didn't hit a bill yet, but I'm sure with Fenty alone, the, the number well, I can't even say that because she was pacing really, really well and then COVID hit. I don't know how that's impacted her from um a, a makeup line perspective, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, it says 600 million. 600 million? million. Um, uh, so 600 that, million. So is that- No, not billion, million, million. So is that determining factor by getting into the billionaire status, making that adjustment, making those decisions? I, I, I always find it interesting. Like, for example, how Oprah went, if you notice, even she had a transitional moment, right? And, 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 and even now she's still, you know, I guess presenting wise caters towards women empowerment stuff, but she's not really so much near like empowerment for black community. Yeah. And then Kanye had that moment as well. I mean, with the Sunday service, he's gone a little bit back, but I don't know if that decision was, I, I don't know about that decision entirely, if that made a whole drastic change or anything like that. Uh, but I'm also wondering for Rihanna, like, Will her just sticking to the black community and catering to the, the people of color, is that going to help her get, get towards the billionaire status? Or will that keep her from getting to that billionaire status? I always wonder about that, about like, especially with these decision-making moments. Um, and if that mm -hmm. even affects anyone or if it's a case-by-case -case basis, I don't know. Yeah. You, you guys, what I'm, you, get, you get what I'm saying? I get, I get what you're saying. Um, I think Rihanna is just one of those people that she kind of floats at her own accord. Like, you know, the world is still waiting for her project, right? And she's just still like, yeah, I'm I'm lit in Jamaica and I just dropped this new Fenty line. Like, I think it's all about just doing what's in your comfort zone to to that feels right versus doing what, I guess, could get you to the victory line because it's like, you, you think about it. If, if we're using Oprah, right? Sure, she's, she's successful and everything, but to constantly be scrutinized by a community that you, meaning Oprah, feels like she's given to because of some of the choices she's had to make. I'm sure that that's not easy to, to, to sleep with at night. And then I look at it from a case of, yeah, but um, if you take those moments away, do, do we even still talk about Oprah? I guess, I guess it would have to be what's your agenda? Like, do you, do you want to, yeah, like, what do you want out of it? You know what I mean? Like, it, it, I guess the, the, the objective is always what you want. And then that will, kind of work itself out, I guess. Man, if the, if the, I'm sorry, Eve, I just wanted to say, if the finish line isn't 600 million, I got no, I got no chance of getting to the finish line. Jeez, like, Louise, boy. Well, we already had this conversation. I already know how you guys feel about that. I mean, money, it's, for me, I, that while that's an amazing figure and yet yeah, that would solve a lot of life problems, <laughs> after the life problems are over with, do you think that your problems get better or worse with 600 million? Like, honestly. <laughs> Worse. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's it's at the end of the day. That's why it's it's not about that. Like it, it at least for me, it shouldn't be about the money because if you hit the lotto right now, is that going to change you with mental health? Is that going to change how you treat people? How people treat you? How you're viewed? Like 
Is it going to no, change how how you are? Huh? That make things a lot easier. I don't. I don't think so. I it's think. I always. think. You, I, I. I'm sure, but I think you give someone uh, uh, someone that is is uh, mentally unstable or someone that is not truly self aware. Six hundred million. I could see them going down a slippery slope. Slope. Case in point. Uh, DMX, and that's with respect because I love DMX. DMX was one of the most popular artists ever. <laughs> think about DMX's run. Think about yeah. it. He he is the same person that was renting out hotel rooms, doing all types of crazy stuff, and and was one of the most impactful artists, and still is one of the most impactful artists of our time, right? But to see the the hardships that he's had to endure to come with it with all of that money and still have an addiction and then still deal with whatever other demons that he's never been able to resolve just from sheer communication, you could see him now trying to get back to the Lord. Like, did you guys see his his that that stream that he did the, the IG live where he was giving um uh, service? I thought that shit was dope. Like, yeah, but it, it, it but it made me sad because I'm just like here here's a man that literally had everything. Like everything you could ever No, but yeah, but even with having everything, meaning money, uh, spirituality, he still wasn't right within. And so again, he, he, you know, you gotta be right within money is not going to solve that shit. I think another thing people have to understand is you can't run away from problems. You'll always have problems. It'll just be a different set of problems. Like that's, that's how life is. Like you're never in life going to have no problems whatsoever. Maybe for a time frame and short period of time, everything goes smoothly, but that's mm-hmm. not how life works. Life is just one of those things where you will constantly get crapped on. And yeah. it's just in different forms. It's just different, yeah. different amounts, <laughs> different times. <laughs> different so, amounts. <laughs> different amounts at different times. You're going to get crapped on because that's it's just true. it. And, and I think that a lot of times people try to, to get money and try to do these things to say to solve problems. Now it may solve one problem or that problem, but it's not going to solve every single problem because you will have more problems. And that's why they, you know, dealing with yourself and, and making yourself better is more so to allow yourself to be able to maneuver and handle these problems in a better and healthier fashion than Mm -hmm. if you didn't work on yourself. That's all it is. If you think about it, therapy is just teaching you to be able to heal yourself and to help yourself get better so that you can deal with problems in life. Because problems, Mm -hmm. it's always a constant. That's not going away anytime soon. (laughs) No, I agree. I definitely agree with that. I was just thinking about the the uh, task of trying to go from six hundred million to a billion, right? Now, if you look at just like in sports and track and field specifically, it's easier to go if you're running like a two hundred meters to go from twenty five seconds down to twenty one seconds. It's easy to make that jump. Mm-hmm. The hard part is to get from twenty one to twenty. That one second, and I think we we've all done collegiate sports that. It's such a fine line between that elite person who can make that turn and and that person who can't, right? Who just just hits that ceiling. Yeah. And I think that Rihanna is one of those people that she's trying to find just how to tune that 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 little extra work that she's trying to do to make that to make that turn, if that's her goal. I think Rihanna don't give a shit. She hides somewhere chilling, <laughs> taking her time, pacing herself, and, and just putting out Fenty. And whenever the world going to get it, they're going to get it, and she's not pressed. 
And that's why I think people like Rihanna because Rihanna walks down the street and is Rihanna every day. Mm-hmm. No way, shape, form, or fashion. She's her. She's not She's not worried about numbers. She's not worried about money. At least it doesn't appear to be. I'm sure she is, but it doesn't appear to be because if she was pressed, she would, that album would be out. Probably a few more albums would be out. She's chilling. She's doing whatever works for her. And I support her. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I also think that that's why I also think that's why she's succeeding so well in in finances, because I think that like, yeah, there are some people who can uh, grow and prosper financially by, you know, maybe they're being themselves, but not entirely being themselves and and making these pivots and and decisions. Right. Those are like the, the people like Oprah. Right. Where where I feel like we we feel like we all know Oprah, but I don't think we all truly know who Oprah is yeah. as a person, right? It's, it's in that context. But then you have people like Rihanna, who is staying true to who she is. She's like, this is this is me. And she's been like that throughout her entire career. And the fact that she's pro-Black and the fact that she's been solving problems, even with Fenty, like the basic problems that have been a problem for the entire beauty industry that like even as big companies just were ignorant to do. Having these multiples shades of colors like darker Mm -hmm. colors and i think that for her to 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 be herself and for her to do that it's people are buying it not only because that she's uh solving a problem or trying to assist with a problem that's in the beauty industry but that's who she is she's always been an advocate and so that's why she's also receiving so much support and it kind of goes back to like people I, and this is something that I always try to talk to people about. It's like, you're, you're, you're going to win more long-term if you're being yourself. If you're putting on this persona, you're going to have to keep this persona going on. And mm-hmm. at some point, some people break under that persona and then it affects them business-wise, personally, and et cetera. Rihanna has yeah. always been herself. Like she will cuss you out on social media. She will say no. She doesn't eat. She don't even care if she's being interviewed. If someone sets mm-hmm. out a line, she corrects them right then and there. Right. So I think that that just is a testament to like, you can succeed by just being yourself. Well, yeah, do you, I, agree. I agree. Do you think that she receives free Hennessy and Louis Vuitton? Of course. She has of a course. perfume made from her scent, apparently. Yeah, like, yeah, man. Yeah, well, no, because I'm saying Louis Vuitton Moet Hennessy is the parent company for, fin, for Fendi. Fendi. Just wanted to know if they, like, they just ship her stuff on a reg. Like, that's just I'm like, sure they do. Yeah. Hey, Rihanna, it's your birthday here's a five thousand dollar purse or wallet or something stupid like i'm sure they do all of that stuff i'm sure yeah and probably other brands too they do that already with influencers they'll be like hey uh i see that you know you grew six feet taller uh here's a package (laughs) celebrating that growth (laughs) for real though for real they like you'll get packages for like anything like anything that's that's just dope to me that you just get free gifts like you have the money to afford it but they're just gonna give it to you for free I like it. Part. I like free stuff. Listen, anytime <laughs> anyone wants, to, anytime anyone, you know, especially esports gaming, want to send me something like a free game or whatever, I'll take that. Well, Word. Word. Listen, I, I ain't too proud. I'll take it too. I don't, y'all go ahead and, and be proud. Uh, and if you have food or toilet paper, um, that would be helpful too in this time of need because it's hard. Yeah, can we get that Lysol sponsorship? I'm gonna need Word. that real quick. Lord, man, fucking cleaning uh-huh. supplies. Oh, um. So me and E attended uh, Travis Scott's virtual Fortnite concert this weekend. Did you guys attend? No, I didn't. Uh, don't, don't say nothing bad about Fortnite because I see your face. Don't and don't judge us either. No, Just because you're don't. old and washed and you your hands cramp up. Don't mean that you know what I'm saying it has nothing to do with us. We no, were playing a game and saw a really really dope virtual concert with Travis. Also, something on somebody's Twitter of uh, 
Travis Scott and like his stomping was in line with the beat. It's on crazy. The and that and I thought that joint was just fun. I thought that was dope. Yeah. I'm not going yeah. yeah. That was yeah. fire. I, I can't do it. But I've it, seen it, I've seen it three times and it's the exact same show. <laughs> There's no difference. But the the show. Like the way that they move the show in the game is really, really fire. Like he bodied mm-hmm. that. I bought him. I bought him. And just a, for some facts, uh, he saw an immediate and significant bump in listeners, according to Alpha Data, following the announcement. Uh, Monday and Tuesday, his streams increased by 26%, with some like songs like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure. Goosebumps Goose went up. And, and uh, it was two up. of them. Uh, what was the other one? Goosebumps and um, what's that Jack, the, the, the song? Hold on. I'll, I'll tell you. There's right a now. few others, but they jumped yeah, over 50%. Exactly. Over, yeah. They were jumping up over 50% ahead of the Fortnite show. And then also the Scott song, that dropped with Kid Cudi, which is fire, by the way. <laughs> and it took Spotify's biggest streaming debut of the year. Um, and uh, they Kid Cudi and obviously Travis Scott handed out a future project, which it works really well for those two. Uh, over 12.3 million players logged in to see Astronomical Tour, being the Marshmallow concert, previous 10 million concert uh, concurrent players. And it's just, a, you know what? It's just a testament to not only Fortnite, but I think it's important to note that this can only work well with Travis Scott. And let me let me explain why. Let me explain why. And I say this because Travis Scott, even before Fortnite, he was an artist that always focused in on the in-person experience for his tours. Like mm-hmm. the Astro World, how he wanted not only his music to represent that festival uh, 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 roller coaster kind of vibe, but also he implemented those things into the actual show. Like mm-hmm. Travis Scott's hand down. Have you ever gone to a Travis Scott concert? It's one of the best experiences I've I've ever gone to in terms of music. I went, I went this weekend. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> and so he he worked really well. Not just not to say that other artists can't do well. But just it fits so well with his brand and just his in-personal experience and taking these this uh, 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 festival hippie vibing atmosphere that he had in his in, in, in experience shows. He did it in Fortnite. And that's why I feel like it did really well for him. And honestly, it was the best event in Fortnite aside from the Black Hole. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Um, I've never been to a Travis Scott concert outside of this weekend. Um, and honestly, just... Just, I, I'm curious to know if he was a part of the design for this as well, visually, because like it, it looked like, um, it looked like the clips that I had seen from uh, Kanye's uh, show, the um, the light show. What was the light show? Chris, you would you would know this. God damn it! Uh, come on, Kanye's light show. You guys know what I'm talking about. The glow in the dark tour. Glow in the dark. Thank you, thank you. The glow in the dark tour. <laughs> it, it, it reminded me of clips of that, and I'm mad. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go to a Travis Scott concert. I, I say that to say I'm going to a Travis Scott concert, like in real life. But I want to counter you, E. I okay. do think I can name two people that I think that would be good for him. One, Ed Lover hates, and that's um, Six Nine. That would be good for because his con- his shows. While he, I'm sure he'll never be able to do that, probably in his backyard. But I'm saying him him doing that, I think would be good um, because he's one of those in person artist but my my sleeper pick and y'all may roll or not little uzi vert could pull this off uzi could pull this uzi could pull this off think about it uzi is that kid that's crazy all over the place at uh going up to school buses like listen he could pull it off i'm telling you (laughs) he could pull it off on the low he could pull it off 
I don't doubt I don't doubt any of these young these young cats, man. These these cats have uh, proven everybody wrong. A lot of the a lot of these young young cats, especially Travis Scott, Little Uzi Vert, the baby, the baby's another one, maybe. Yeah, the baby. I, I don't know. I don't know if he's big. No. I don't know if he's big enough yet. Yeah, I take that back. I, lo- mm-hmm. I love the baby, but I don't think he's big enough yet. Yeah, my my short shot is Uzi. That's the only person I can think of. Uzi though, it Uzi I think could do it, but. It just has to make sense for him. I think that this whole tour for Travis made sense just off of the previous Astro World. That yeah. concept, yeah. how he took mm-hmm. the Astro World and he took the the uh, like traveling to a whole new. He like he always he says that he wants to have it be experienced, and I think that that's yeah. why it worked well for him. Because mm-hmm. uh, think about it. Obviously, you're gonna get the numbers because you're fans. But Travis Scott pulled in people who aren't even Travis Scott fans. Oh, he was yeah, getting no, people no, no. who aren't even Fortnite fans to tune in just because of the mm-hmm. experience of what it is. I think Little Uzi. It just has to make sense for him as a brand because there have mm-hmm. been other Fortnite events that they just did stuff and it just did not make sense. And everyone's like, "This mm-hmm. is kind of whack." So it's just about figuring out. Like, so Little Uzi Bird did it. He would have to figure out doing it a whole different other way. And having it be an actual experience and a social media worthy experience. I think the next the next step for Fortnite, if I'm them, would be to take this shit to the next level and go virtual reality. Black you Bear. Give, you, yeah, 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 you, you, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> got to do it. You got to do it. That that's the only way. Like, think about it. When we watch when we watch that that concert, even though it's clearly a video game, it was a real life experience. Like you're flying all over the place. You're looking at Travis Scott stomp on worlds and then jump over and go someplace else to then um you riding next to him while he's riding on top of Astro World to riding on top. Like it's a whole big experience. Can you imagine that in like a black mirror-esque type of uh, of uh reality, I guess? Like I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add a one to that. Before we even get to VR, they should have it. And, and this is super hard to do, right? This is going to be super hard. But they should have it where there is a little difference in every person's experience when they're watching it. Yeah, that's tough, though. That's, that's really tough. tough. But Even that's though I, don't think it, yeah, I don't think it's that tough because... Um, that's actually a really good idea because you think about it, we do that now in like video games where you can make those decisions where it's like, if you choose A, your path is going to be different. But if you choose B, you know what I'm saying? Like they probably could do it. Or set up multiple options. So then it's like, yeah. you like if you're watching it and I'm watching it, I could see something a little bit different than what you saw. If and, we're in the same parties or different parties. And that would That'd cause be- more people to want to jump in to see which option they'll see or, yeah. or something like that. Because I think that the mm-hmm. one thing with the Travis Scott thing I wish that they did had was that for every single day and time, it should have been something different or or, or yeah. slightly different. Yeah, I agree. Like, I like Easter that. eggs. Yeah. That would be dope. Damn. Sign me up at the games. I'm here for I'm, hire. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I wouldn't be mad at that now thinking about it. What's another... Hmm. I was trying to think. I was having a brain fart. I had a, uh, another idea, but I can't think of it, but... Yeah, I'm not mad at the first one. I'm not mad at the first one at all. Yeah, that will, that will be a dope experience, man. But I think that's a, that one little part I saw, I thought it was dope, but... Listen, are you going to get on Fortnite with us? You can't say anything bad about Fortnite. I'm I'm for Fortnite now. Right now, I'm kind of mad at my Xbox. I already told you guys before. I, yeah. Well, that you was... That's, I'm, you you know, still RIP. haven't bought the games? Yeah. What is wrong with you? 
You know why? I'm above them online. You're still waiting for the disc to come in. Did you go to GameStop yeah, like, or something? It's free, no. bro. Like it's free. You don't, you don't have to. It's free. It's like no, man. I'm waiting. I'm waiting now. I'm just gonna wait till PlayStation Five comes out. I'm on your Hold on, bro. Do you know how long that's probably gonna be? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yo, you you I'm you very angry. Me. I'm like. I'm, I'm well, very no, angry. I had these problems with my PlayStation. No, you're, ang- you're, you're, your Xbox should be mad at you for purchasing it. You should be on PlayStation 4. I don't know why you would pur- I don't know that why you would do that. Like I would be mad. If I was an Xbox on the shelf and you purchased me, I would be like, yo, you mad Xbox on- One X? Why, huh? Xbox One X? I love the interface. I love going through the way I move through I Netflix and, 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 and Disney Plus. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't care if you're an Xbox person. I'm just still baffled by the fact that you still do CDs. That you're worried about a scratch CD when you could just get the game online. Fam, fam, I did not scratch my CD. You scratched the CD. You probably were over there with the liquid. You were rubbing it out. You were trying to rub it out. You are trying to rub the scratch out. And then, see, and then now you're frustrated. Arthritis. Now you have arthritis. That's why your hands are cramping. Looking like (laughs) you're already decrepit, Nas. You don't have to make yourself more decrepit. Go and buy the game online. Let it download. I'm not decrepit. Damn, hit you with the dictionary word against you. She's killing you right now. (laughs) You with decrepit body of you. Look at my finger, body. Yeah, it was so funny. Remember when he said he was like, "I'm so frustrated because the CD got scratched. It wouldn't. It wouldn't read the CD." I didn't hear anything else he said except the fact that you were just putting a CD in your Xbox. What is wrong? Yeah, yeah, that's all I heard was you putting now, a music see, now, CD in Now everybody's going to be in the comments like, yo, regular Nas is 172 years old. He <laughs> got his text on Biff Bowl. They need to know what it is, man. It's all right. Embrace your old shit, man. I support you. Yo, yo next thing Nas is going to say is he's going to be like, oh, I wasn't able to record the, uh, the Michael Jordan doc because my VHS isn't working. <laughs> See, see, VHS is the tape. You're talking about a VCR. <laughs> no, no, no. The VHS is what you record on. Thank you, sir. The same yeah, way you that you see... But you need a VCR. Yeah, Aaron. but your VCR can work, if, but you're not going to be able to record it if your VHS isn't working. True. True. You, gotta, you, gotta you thought you got me with that hole. old reference. You can't, Boom. You can't punch the little hole. Once you punch the little hole, you can't record over it anymore. No, that's how I know you. That's how I know you're not. You're you. You don't know how to get down because you can. All you do is just put a piece of tape over and you right back in the game, baby. <laughs> and if you don't have tape, you can put a piece of paper. Ah, you can put a piece of paper just like this in the little thing, and it will record. Trust See? me. See, you got you cast some jersey. You, you got you cast some Listen, jersey. Listen, you got to figure out your solutions. You know, we in the area. We we in the tri-state bootleg area. Yeah, you gotta yeah. figure it out, Listen, son. Gotta, gotta figure we it out. We had major bootlegs over this tri-state yeah, what, area. <laughs> word, word. Bootlegs came in everything. Yo, it was. Yo, you know how bad it was. It was so bad that they were even putting church services on bootleg yeah. CDs. Yeah, like, <laughs> damn man, I wonder if my CD guy is still alive. Shit. I'm not gonna lie. The first time I saw a Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry play was on a bootleg uh, DVD. Somebody in the dorm room had. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I can't lie on the low. My grandpa used to be the bootleg king. He had mad CDs, <laughs> church services, freaking Fire. Cat Williams stuff. He had everything. I was just like, yo, like anything that you could get on a bootleg CD, my grandpa definitely had. 
Yo, bootlegs used to be the wave. Like, do you remember when you would get a bootleg and you would kind of grade the bootleg? Like, if it was, like, fuzzy, you'd be like, hey, yo, this is a bad copy, even though it was all a bad copy when you think about it. Like, they were all bad. They were never good. Camera, the, camera, the camera would be like this while you're watching it. Because <laughs> like, someone, someone's, like, picking the camera up to put it at the screen. <laughs> and or, then they hide it whenever or, someone comes by. They're just like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or somebody walks past like this. <laughs> you're just like... Word, fam, you just gonna sit there in front of it, word, like, man, bootlegs is always, them shit just came. Uh, now it's just the bar, the, I went to the barbershop, the lady came through, she was still selling bootlegs, I was like, yo, get out of here. <laughs> you see me? I was like, no, man, get you out know, of here. You went to the barbershop. Not, not recently. Naj, I ain't gonna lie, Naj, you gotta tell me what you did to get your hair back, man. That's crazy. <laughs> That's nuts, man. That's nuts. I'm, I'm. This is the first time I've ever hated in my life. How did you do it? I want my hairline back. I miss her. My hairline is like, wait. <laughs> Yo, big foreheads unite. I'm there too. Yeah, we all have. Listen, man. Oh, wait, look, look. Natural hair, Aaron. I'm out here. Listen, you know? fuck me out here. Shit is fucked up, man. Got my fro. Curly fro over here. Listen, man. Yeah, I saw you cutting your joint earlier. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm dying. You're dying? Yeah, I'm a pro yeah. now. I, I know how to cut. I got to use my phone, but I know how to cut my hair um, in the back with my phone and then watching through the mirror. Because when I wash my hair, all the top, it curls, so it doesn't touch anywhere near the sides. So I'm able to just... Mm-hmm. So you got to... Yeah. yeah so I'm able to, and I've been able to line myself up a little bit. I got to brush it, but I was able to line it up a little bit. That's a, good, that's a, that's a good line. Are you, are you using razor or just clippers? Uh, I use both. So I'll do the clipper and then I'll brush and then I'll use scissor to just clean it up a little bit. I want to ask you guys a question real quick yes. while we're talking about dyed hair. Dennis Robbins. You're, you're going to admit it? Oh. Uh, I know. I dyed hair in high school, but that dyed hair, uh, Dennis Rodman's <laughs> the last dance joint is coming tonight, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think we're going to learn anything new about Dennis Rodman that we don't yes. already know? I've seen it already. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you're one of those people. Man, you whack. Brandon always wants to cheat. Brandon was always the one who wanted to cheat on his tests and stuff. Nah, man. Yeah, I did. I did. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't trying unless you cheat. (laughs) That's one thing. I'll be honest with you. I was always a horrible test taker. I was never a good test taker. Oh, man. Yo, that whole test, it's a whole scheme, bro. That means means nothing. Yeah, like, I was never a good test taker. To a limit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> to a little bit um, yeah, yeah testing I, mean, I, mean, I want to see the rest of this doc though um i'm 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 liking it like a lot especially hearing the the different perspectives like hearing jordan talk about like the things that are being said about him like i've i have literally every michael jordan doc right this one is different just because you could see him like i've never heard him or or watched him sit there and be like well, look you know maybe i just ain't for you you know what I'm saying? Like he he's he's, he's giving a different energy. Like Jordan's like, I right, don't buy my sneakers. Like he's talking like that. I'm just like, well, damn, MJ, you give it a buck. The older the older black men get, the less and less they care. No, that's black yeah. people. Because women are yeah. the same way. Black women Hold- will tell you about yourself in a second. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me ask y'all a question. Um, yes. how many episodes come out this week? Because I want to tell y'all something, but I don't want to ruin it. Two. Two. So that would put us at episode four, right? Right. Uh, you saw the whole thing? Yeah, three, four, three, four. 
How many yeah, parts are parts. there? There's eight parts? Ten. 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 I saw a good portion of it. Yo, um, you whack. Don't talk to me. Yo, I'm not. Don't no. talk to me. Now, see, I was going to try to get the link for y'all, but all right, whatever. No, I know someone it. else who has the link. <laughs> now, I'm going to watch it right here at 9 o'clock. But yeah, I'm going to let you know something, too. Like, I see everybody's like, oh, Jordan's the GOAT. Jordan's the GOAT. Jordan is the GOAT. But I'm going to be honest with you, I hated Michael Jordan growing up. I did not want to be like that dude. I was such a Knicks fan that he, I knew we were going to lose every time he I'm, played. I'm so sorry for your childhood. Like, I'm sorry you had to go like, through I, I couldn't stand Michael Jordan because he was that good. Like, I would watch my dance. So this dude never misses. Arrogantly good. Everything. Yeah, arrogantly good. <laughs> I couldn't stand Michael Jordan, bro. Couldn't yeah. stand. I, I love Dennis Rodman simply because he was himself. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I hated Scotty. I hated Scotty Pippen. <laughs> Yeah, see, you're the problem. That's I almost ruined something. Listen, that's that's why. You, just remember this timestamp. That's why. That's why. What? You go. This, just just remember this timestamp. After you guys watch up, up the up the this the shit, just remember why I said that's why. After you talk about Scottie Pippen, you're disrespectful to hip hop. You're disrespectful. How? Your mic went out. To Scotty. How? Scotty, I'll, I'll just wait. I'll let I'll let you watch it. I'll let you watch it. Y'all don't give Scotty enough. Y'all don't give Scotty enough. And you no, out of all listen. people, you out of all people, no, you no, should. No, Scottie, you're, you're, missing, you're, you're misunderstanding. They're they're great basketball players. Michael Jordan's the the greatest. He he's okay. a the greatest. I just hate as a fan. I didn't like oh. it because, because of his greatness. I didn't Scott, like it because Scott Scotty was. They were out there thugging the Knicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were yeah. thugging them, man. Even, even after MJ left, they were still giving them the business. So, yeah. Yeah. But, all right. Yeah, that's all I had to say. <sighs> that's what I had to say. Yeah. That's all I had to say. I miss you guys, like, in person, man. It's just weird. I'm tired of shit. Yeah, this is, this well, is I don't, crazy. I don't mind it. Damn. I can't wait. I can't wait <laughs> to see us. Kidding. I can't wait to see all of us get back together when we go to that... Uh, that Ship WNBA club? game. No. Huh? no. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to throw Nas off. I was trying to throw Nas off. <laughs> you know what? I looked over for a second. I heard this. I was like, wait. <laughs> no. I was referring to the WNBA. That's what I was referring to. Uh yeah, man. Oh, oh, quickly before we end, um, there's this guy who was uh, talking smack about the WNBA. I got to I got to pull this up because uh, I definitely put uh, my response was, you know, putting down, you know, those uh, those gifs where people put down their chairs and then they go and sit on it. I definitely had mm-hmm. to put that one down for this because this guy said, where is it? Where is it? Hold on. Hold on. He was talking smack about oh here you go so this guy says one of the weirdest new actually his 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 handle is like if you want to go talk to him his handle is actually no i'm not gonna give him any exposure bye no he said one of the weirdest new phenomenons in the leftist ecosystem is this determination to keep insisting the WNBA is a pro sport in the same league as what people normally mean when they say pro sports nba nfl nhl and mlb natasha cloud from Washington Mystics, came back and said, hey, Harry, come play me, DM me, and I'll send you the Addy. Don't be yeah. a B-I-T-C-H boy yeah. either. Show up or shut that A-S-S up. Call him a bitch. That's when you call him a bitch. Got to. 
Got Clap. you. That's crazy. I became a fan of her. This, I became this, a fan full, of full circle. Where I'm, I'm going to follow her now. This is this is when this is when it applies. You see what I'm saying? Yes, call but, him a bitch. That's stupid. But who who really set it off? And who and he, I look. I tried to go back and search, but he deleted it. Adam Schefter. Adam Schefter said, first time that it feels like forever a real life sporting event." And that's when somebody else said the WNBA draft was six days ago on ESPN two, but. Oh, go, I go, it goes off, I guess. So Adam Scheffler really set it off, but he deleted, <laughs> he deleted it. Yeah, he better yeah. delete it. He got a daughter and has her daughter interviewing. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, come man. on. That's, that's nasty. That's nasty. Because I went back to go, I went back to go look for it. <laughs> I can't find that's it. Crazy. It's that's the same. Crazy. It's the same way when people talk smack about esports pros. All right, go one v one them. If it's so yeah. easy to game, if it's so easy mm-hmm. to do that, go one v one. He hasn't responded. He'll get dunked. And on top of that, Ariel Powers tweeted, AP. "No, me and Natasha said we'll do two v two. He can pick the other person. Yo, Man. he'll get washed. I hate like the, and, and this is where it goes back to like." I like that. It kind of goes back to that connotation. Like I said, you know, when, when, when guys are like, Oh, stop playing like a girl, stop doing that has mm-hmm. to stop. Because mm-hmm. if you are good at what you do, you're good at what you do. And this guy clearly it's always the ones who never played at a top competitive level, who were mm-hmm. never professional, who the greatest thing that they have in their sports career is that they got a participation award in little league. <laughs> Those are the ones that always want to say the most about women athletes. You don't mm-hmm. know jack shit. And if you think that it's not serious, then play one V one up against them. The same, yeah. the same way that Serena Williams shut down those guys playing tennis, do the same thing. I want to see e, him play 1v1. Let's go. E, them dudes, though, dude. That dude, I see his name right now because I, re- I retweeted something. That dude is first team, first team all bleachers. That's all he is. <laughs> first team all bleachers, baby. That's, that's all he is. Nah, man, that guy's not first team all bleachers. That's the guy who said he's he's the guy who said he was on the team and documented he wasn't the team, but never was. He was on yeah, like, the, <laughs> and when he said he was on the team, he only went for a practice for one day. All right, got booted. Yeah, all all all, all intramurals. That's all he is. Remember that? It just it just makes me so mad, and it's not just like a woman's thing. I hate it when people try to downplay something that's competitive or something along those lines. And they, because they look at it and think that, oh, it's, it could be easy to do. It shouldn't be a real sport. No, you've never done in your life. Like yeah. I'm not going to sit here. And even though I'm not a fan of golf, cause I don't really like to watch it except when Tiger Woods plays, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, it should be easy to hit a golf ball. Like I'm not going to sit here and say that that's crazy. <laughs> or the same thing with yeah. curling, right? People like it, every all these different things where people are playing at a high competitive level takes a level of skill set. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't just think that you can just go and and do it. And, that, and that's why like even for esports, people are like, oh, it's not a sport. Why? Because you say there's no physical activity. There is physical activity. They're utilizing the keyboard and mouse. You know how hard it is to have that to move that fast and have precision. You know, and, like and hand hand eye coordination, solving puzzles, uh, mind mapping in the game, right? Like. I don't think people give uh, gaming enough credit the way that they do. Like, I think if people really heard how, well, they, they do hear, you know, from, from your streams. You know what I'm saying? Like, how we really are, like, tactical, like, when we're super, 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 super serious, not just streaming. I think that they would have a different, 
look at it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, they're there. This is serious shit. Like, I don't think people get it. So I agree with you. But people like to say that something isn't a sport and they only say that because they don't understand or they're just straight up sexist or they're just straight yeah. up racist or they're just straight up ignorant. Like that's, mm -hmm. they mask those intentions with claiming that, oh, it's not a sport. But it's no. like, how do you know it's not when you, like, if you can't do it, how can you, how can you say anything? Like mm -hmm. you, you don't, you don't know. And same thing with esports. That's why I'm happy now. And, and, and I'm not saying happy in, in this, in that sense, but more so happy that like esports content is the content that traditional sports companies and people are using because mm -hmm. now it's like, oh, you're forced to give this community respect. You're forced to give respect to this content. And now mm -hmm. you realize it ain't, it ain't so easy putting on these events. Y'all yeah. might just turn on a controller and no, mm -hmm. it's not. Mm -hmm. And and now I'm sorry. And then now people are like, "Oh, this is actually really cool." Oh wow, you're seeing you're seeing pro race car drivers who can't even do virtual racing. Like, come on, guys. Like, yeah. you, got, you got like that's why I'm like that's why I'm so passionate talking about this. Like, I, I'm someone who is very open minded to different things, and I hate when people are so closed minded and want to write something off just because they don't understand it or they can't do it themselves. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I honestly don't have nothing. That is that is literally a perfect statement about gaming and just all of that culture. I 100% agree. And the fact that people often will just disregard things just because it's challenging rather than just trying to understand it because they actually would actually enjoy it if they ever given it a try. So I think that's the other big thing too is that people just aren't open-minded enough to just want to try gaming just to see, just to see. I mean, it's it's weird, but whatever. Um, I guess for, for the fans, let, let us know what you guys think about everything we talked about today. I think we had a really good conversation. Um, let us know your thoughts around, you know, gaming and, and what you think about the, especially the comments that were made. Cause that's really crazy. <laughs> that's like, that's first team, get him out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know what you guys, um, think in the comments and as always be sure to subscribe um grassroots podcast on instagram twitter facebook youtube uh, be sure to hit the noti notification notification button to be notified for our latest or the greatest episodes um also be sure to sign up for our newsletter as well as our discord um yeah i'm brandon kilovich all <laughs> i am aaron ashley simon give me the smoke <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm regular Nas. Listen, man, I'm on Twitter all day now, baby. I got nothing else to do. I'm here for, I'm here for it, man. Yo, Nas is for the tweets, man. Yeah, I'm here for the, for the tweets. tweets. I'm here, I'm here for it, baby. I'm oh here for it. <laughs> all right, we out. Peace. Peace. Brass, 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 brass.